Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Riley Calcagno of The Onlys, and more recently, of Vivian Leva and Riley Calcagno. We recorded this interview at the East Vancouver Old Time Social about a month and a half ago in front of a live audience. And because it was part of the festival, our interview was a bit shorter than a normal episode. Sorry about that. We didn't want to cut into the show upstairs. But I promise, the time we spend is densely packed with great music and conversation that more than makes up for its brevity. Stick around afterwards and I'll tell you where to see Riley live and how to hear his recorded music. At the very end of the episode, I included a teaser from his soon-to-be-released album with the Ruglifters, and you're going to want to hear that. But first, here's my jam and chat with Riley Calcagno. Enjoy! You guys can clap if you want. I didn't mention that. <laughs> I'm not fishing for claps, but so you know. Please clap. Please clap. <laughs> That's why I do it. Uh, Riley Calcagno, welcome Hello. to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you. Yeah. How far? Sh- how far in should I get? Oh, it'll it'll, it'll, it'll pick, pick me up. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. get. Okay, only when I need to tell the audience a secret. Yeah. Just okay. <laughs> when you want it to be like uh, okay. FM radio DJ. Yeah. Cool. Voice. Cool. <laughs> get your tote bags. <laughs> uh, so. That is Old Man Gone. That is, yeah. Where did you get that tune? I learned that tune from, uh, from, from Greg Knote from Seattle. Uh, he wrote that tune. Uh, he wrote some great Calico tunes, which that tune is in. Um, and uh, he's just always been around, because I, I grew up in Seattle, and 
he uh, he was always he was always there with his amazing laugh, and uh, he writes great tunes. And uh, I grew up going to his shows with his twin brother Jerry. Yeah, um, they're pretty great. <laughs> so, um, did you grow up playing old time music? Do your folks play? Yeah, yeah. So I grew up kind of going to to the West Coast Fillers conventions out in you know out in Weezer and going to fiddle tunes in Port Townsend and and things like that and uh, I started playing fiddle when I was about four. My dad my dad played guitar and got into old time music in the nineties um, and <laughs> and uh, and yeah I just grew up I, I grew up playing it um, and kind of absorbing it. I like would get woken up at like fiddle festivals. By like people clogging on tables outside of my tent, and uh-huh. I grew up, grew to be a good sleeper. Yeah, <laughs> not so to brag. When you say that, <laughs> that's a weird brag. When, <laughs> when you say that you uh, uh, absorbed it, yeah. How like, I guess like how consensual was that? Like, was this like cool <laughs> music, or was it just like just out of necessity? Yeah. When did you embrace it? I right was, away. I, I, I think I dug it from an early age. I, I like great. demanded a a. Uh, a paper, f- I got a cardboard fiddle when I was about two and kind oh. of would like hammer away on that and finally I got got lessons when I was about four and uh, yeah, I, it was it was always something I really enjoyed and the community that, like felt like home and I used to like, like as those people were clogging out inside my tent, I used to like morbidly tell my mom that I wanted my, my ashes spread at half of them at Fiddle Tunes and half of them at Weezer. Um, how old how old were you like when maybe, you had the maybe like eight or eight? so <laughs> <laughs> the music and the drama of it got into you and you're just yeah. contemplating death because it's what so many of these tunes are about <laughs> I don't know I just knew that that's where I wanted to be spread do you still want that is this is on record uh, <laughs> I don't know I don't know I need to talk to my lawyers about that all right good um, <laughs> this is not the pattern I expected <laughs> that's so serious um, great what do you want to play next? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, my, mean, my little if we list. Just, if we just, let's see, maybe we could, um, hey, yo, we could, um, maybe we should go down to G and do a little G action. Okay, great. Cool. I think that's the first time a fiddle's, like, beat me tuning out of Calico. <laughs> 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 yeah. I have these, like, uh, easy pegs. Oh, are they geared? They are geared. Oh, very good. Next oh, about, like, the Lost Girl? Yeah. Here's the Lost Girl. Thank you. 
That's fast. <laughs> you can redo it if you want. You want to redo it? Should we redo it, Viv? <laughs> it's She's up the to you. Designer. It's up to you, Viv. Okay. <laughs> well, I think cool. it was hot. It was cool. great. <laughs> it, was a, it was a hot take. It was a hot take. Yes. Hi, everybody. So I'm I'm always interested because I'm a dad and I I don't want to like. I don't want my son to like hate me or old time music. Mm -hmm. So I'm always interested like how, how are you raised in old time music in such a way that like, I mean, maybe part of it's just your personality that you're naturally interested in it. But like, what was it, what was the environment like, like in your house that, um, how were you encouraged to play it? Were, mm -hmm. Some people have like the Appalachian Suzuki method, like don't mm -hmm. you dare touch that fiddle, <laughs> you know, or like, but then some people are like, no, that's, you know, mm -hmm. play music with dad, you know, like what is, I think that like um, it was just the thing that people were doing around me, and like um, I think like a lot of the the people that I I just found I think a, a big part of it also is from like at an early age I, I found other people my age to play with, yeah. which is cool, um, and and got to see. I think I just always also loved watching people play music, and I thought it was the coolest thing. Like I wanted to always be in the jam or. Uh, you know, be, I always wanted to be backstage. I wanted to see what was backstage because I, I thought people were doing cool, <laughs> cooler things backstage, probably at like not at like big concerts, but just like yeah. any concert. Like if I went to see like some local string band, if they yeah. emerge from somewhere, that's where I wanted to be. Um, and uh, what kind of snacks do they have? Well, exactly. What is the topic of conversation? Right, right, yeah. right. Um, yeah. So I think it was just like being around it and like. And I think also just like a lot of the people who were in playing old time music in the Northwest when I was growing up were really cool and were welcoming and yeah. that really helped. Um, and I just liked, I, I liked the music, it felt like home, so. There's like a real youthful energy in the, uh, in the Pacific Northwest to this music. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's everywhere, but it's different. It's different out here. Mm -hmm. And I'm always really curious like why why a scene thrives or not, mm -hmm. you know, and like how to encourage, to encourage young people to play. And yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you're part of this community. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Me too. I, I mean, I think of not that you, uh, I don't know if that question should, can be answered, but uh, I mean, I think often of like the Portland scene of, of the two thousands um, and what happened there, which is like young people just, seeing other young people playing and yeah. thinking was like the coolest thing and and also older older people like bill martin and you know greg clark and, and yeah. folks like that who who played the music already dave mount um in portland and and just thought it was great that young people were interested in yeah. like you know bill martin taught taught people how to call square dances is and, bill martin also bubba yeah okay yeah, great. bubbaville and cool. yeah bill martin and and like that scene was totally created around around dancing and it, and it was created in a, i think a really authentic way that wasn't like it wasn't you know people people listened to the stuff that they liked and like you know some people listen to roan roan mountain hilltoppers some people listen to tommy and some people listen to john ashby but it, it was like they they got to the heart of it pretty early on i think that was cool it was like it was like people investing in a community like really immediately after they found the music, which is I think really awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's play another G, G a, tune. A G right? tune. Do you want to do this? Do you want to do the Irish polka or the Sally? Let's do Sal. Okay, great. Yeah. Now you, so does this have multiple titles then? Sal? I don't know. I don't know exactly. This is a tune I, I learned when I was really young and my 
my dad always thought it was kind of cool if I learned like the the weird tunes uh-huh. that, like I didn't learn and I think that's also sort of West Coast in a way yeah um, uh, but I learned some kind of odd tunes at an early age this one from Melvin Melvin wine um, uh-huh. called Sal I, I don't know I, I always call it Sal won't you marry me but uh, Sal will you marry me I think he might have called it that so I I don't actually know but Sally, Mary, Sal, Sal parenthetically, right. Lee, marriage, question mark. Right. Yes, a thousand times yes. <laughs> Sometimes I need to like get back into interview mode after playing good teens. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Can you tell me about the onlys? Tell me the yeah. onlys origin story. Yeah. I, I uh, met uh, good friends um, named Leo and Sammy when I was like really young um i think i met like sammy in like swim class and leo i was 
at the indoor playground and our dad's kind of connected because Leo's dad plays banjo and had visited Tommy and stuff and my dad was getting into old or was into old time music and and uh, got started play dates and we all kind of started playing fiddle about at the same time and you know at first it was like just all three of us playing fiddles and we played a lot of like Celtic stuff and they weren't all that interested in old time music um, and then we kind of like gradually have you know we wrote songs for a while and we just did all sorts of stuff played new acoustic things and yeah. we just played a bunch of music uh, together growing up um, and then kind of recently have gra- gravitated um, pretty much exclusively to kind of old time country stuff um, yeah, I was and, listening to um, some of your albums, and uh, yeah, oh no. it was it was a lot different than I <laughs> that, that I expected it to be because I you know yeah. heard you at Clifftop this right, last right. this is the year, last year's the one that you won right well, yeah we did yeah hell yeah um, um, so I was like surprised I was like oh this is like new new acoustic songwriter like right, uh, right. stuff and it was I mean it was lovely it, it was, was beautiful yeah we definitely grew up going I mean we it was just like such an eclectic band and we just played for so much of our development as musicians that there's so much stuff. So if you're listening to this, don't necessarily go listen to the onlys, Um, but except for maybe the most recent record, which has some good stuff. That's the one Um, I listened to. um, Yeah. (laughs) There's some really funny stuff from the first couple. Um, We were, I mean, we're so young. We're like 11, 12. um, Yeah. And it's, it's really cute. Um, But, (laughs) but uh, it is always funny when we, we hang out, we, we go back to it. Uh, but yeah, I have a great time playing with those guys. They're like, I mean, I just have the the highest regard for their old time musicianship, and yeah. I really admire the way they play. And then recently, we've been playing with Vivian uh, Vivian Leva, um, who's sitting about five feet away, and uh, that's been really great because she just brings this solid guitar playing and and singing and just musical musical intentionality to everything, which is so fun. Um, I love music on purpose. Oh, yeah, music it's the on best. purpose is really so fun. It's much better than music on accident. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we're gonna make some sort of old time record sometime. Hell in the future. yeah. Um, yeah. Right on. Yeah. Um, weren't you guys just on Rolling Stone? <laughs> yeah, Viv has a brand new record out called "Time Is Everything." Um, that's really cool. It's like classic country and old time ballads and and uh, original songs and really cool stuff in it it got it it did get a write up in, in rolling stone hell yeah <laughs> that's awesome that's cool. <laughs> yeah because there's like there's like like you know old time famous and then there's like then every once in a while you get the attention of someone else and it's like oh my god <laughs> it broke through the like bubble yeah it's like insular it's been yeah. cool we've been on the road for a month this is our last tonight we have our last show it's uh after we've been on basically on the road for a month yeah um which has been really cool. We we drove all the way through northern Canada, um, you know. How far south did you go? Uh, in Canada, I mean, <laughs> uh, did oh. you did you go down south too? <laughs> um, yeah, we did. We we actually just made it to Virginia, and got to Viv's house in Lexington. Oh my goodness, I had uh, no idea. So, but we drove all the way through northern Canada, and like we're not all the way through, but halfway to Manitoba, and and like we're up really north, like as far as far north as you can get. And played played a home roots tour, which is a cool thing that Canada has. Which is like house concerts in rural communities. They're really awesome place to play. Who's music. who organizes that? Play, uh, an organization called Home Roots. That that's the name of it. Home <laughs> Roots. Yeah. yeah. And they organize house concerts. Indeed. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Look into that. Kinda, yeah. 
get 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 yourself signed up for that. Yeah, I'm like asking asking for friends. <laughs> yeah. uh, cool. <laughs> what else we got? We got uh, let's play Irish polka. This is a tune called Irish polka, and it's um, I got it from well I got it from my good friend Josh Raby who who lived in Portland for a while and now lives in Wisconsin um, and he was in a uh, a band called Water Tower for a long time. They played some cool old time music a, w- a while ago. And then uh, he got it from his buddy from uh, Wisconsin named Tim Foss. Um, actually, I think he got it from Sammy Lind who got it from Tim Foss. Um, I, it's not Irish and it's not polka and I don't know <laughs> where Tim got it, but he has lots of cool tunes that, that no one knows where they came from. Or I'm sure he does, but yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
Very good. So we just have we just have one left. Oh, that's true. I just need to get to D real quick. Just a minute. Unless you pay for it and then you get the bonus extra that's right. bonus tune. Funny you should mention that. <laughs> no, I mentioned it. Sweet. So tell us about this last tune. Oh yeah, this is a tune that my my friend, well we were talking about earlier. So, uh, Sammy Brayman wrote this this one. I thought it'd be kind of fun to play. It's it, it's called Cups and Mugs, which uh, came out of a cliff top night, um, and uh, as you can imagine. Yeah. And uh, it's. Uh, we, you, you can find this on a, a, a brand new CD. I don't know if it's actually, can you call something that's not out brand new? Probably. Um, I think you can. Um, almost new. It's almost new. Um, <laughs> it's uh, a C- CD that the three of us, Leo and Sammy, made with John Herman, who plays banjo. And oh, man. One, one of my great banjo heroes, and, and Meredith McIntosh, who's a great bass player. And they're both from Asheville, North Carolina. And... Um, a couple other folks play on it, uh, Tristan Claridge and Eric Robertson. It's called the Rug Lifters. It's kind of I have a couple like gorilla copied copies that I've bought on the, brought on this tour, but it'll be out in a kind of more official form soon. Um, but it, we recorded it a while ago, like a couple summers ago, and are kind of only getting it out. But it's kind of fun. It's, it's a cool cool thing. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah. And where else do people buy your stuff, uh, find your stuff? Uh, I mean, like, Viv and I are going to be on the road for the next, like, uh, you know, till the fall, pretty much, like, awesome. doing different Great. various things, playing in the uh, playing in the upper northeast pretty soon, going to Europe, um, and you can check our, like, website out at vivinriley.com, and, and uh, you know, the onlys to have a website and a Facebook page. Um, I have an Instagram. I'm almost to a thousand followers. Um, <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> yeah. So you guys could help me out with that. Uh, I, I follow a lot more people than I follow okay. me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't care. <laughs> I just didn't know what else to plug. I felt like I need one more thing to complete the conversation on that. Rules of threes. Rules of threes. Thanks so much for being on the Thank show. Thank you. Yeah, this is so cool. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's cool how many people you've gotten to document and like they're fiddling. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, have like a yeah whole whole archive now. And thanks for being willing to be part of it. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Cups and mugs. Cups and mugs. Thank you. 
Riley's on tour with Vivian Leva this summer. They're playing Waterbound in Paris, then they're on tour in the UK for the first half of June, like every single day. And they've currently got some dates up for Port Townsend, Boulder, and Floyd in late June, July, and August. All their shows are listed at vivandriley.com and on their Facebook page, which you should like and follow. Seriously, they are so good. I saw them at Evos. Do not miss them if they come through your town or even your region. While you're waiting, go to vivianleva.com and buy her album, Time Is Everything, and like and follow her Facebook page as well. And stay tuned for the rug lifters. I included a track from the upcoming album in the outro, so take a listen and buy the whole thing when it comes out. If you like Get Up in the Cool and want to show your support, please share this episode around on social media and give the show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Don't bother if you just want to do a four-star review. I don't really need those. I need five-star reviews. Uh, And if you're living in Australia, I'm coming your way this fall. I just bought my plane tickets, and I could really use your help. Please introduce every Australian you know, at least the ones that might be interested, uh, introduce them to Get Up in the Cool, so that when my band comes through your town between festivals, there will be enough people to justify setting up a show and maybe a workshop. And if you're a person that books house shows or listening rooms between Nimmin and Melbourne, please let me know if you're interested in setting something up. And also let me know how to pronounce Melbourne. Melbourne? I don't know. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You can also support Get Up in the Cool on Patreon. Just go to CameronDewitt.com and click the Patreon button. The podcast medium can't survive unless it's free. But this show takes a lot of work to make. And... I would not put in all the work without my Patreon supporters. So please sign up so I can support my family and pay my guests. And there's more in it for you than just the pride of doing something generous that no one forced you to do. When you sign up to support the show, you can select a reward to go with it. Rewards include on-air shoutouts, a bonus track for every episode, online banjo workshops with me, and access to the Get Up In The Cool Tune Archive, which by now must be like 40 hours of music, tagged and organized by episode for your iTunes library, dialogue-free. Special thanks to my newest Patreon supporters, Jonathan Newman and Casey Schoenberger. I really like making this show, and uh, your tangible encouragement, it really does mean a lot. Thank you so much for keeping the show going. Okay, a couple more things. I'm recording a couple live episodes on the stage at Black Creek this weekend. Ida Mae Specker is Saturday night at 7, and Dara Weiss from the All Day Breakfast String Band is Sunday at noon for an All Songs episode, which I think there's only been like three of out of almost 100 episodes. Sorry about that, by the way. I'll try to fix that this year. Uh, And I'm recording more stuff too, just not advertised, so as not to compete with all the other workshops. But if you stumble across a clandestine episode, feel free to watch. All right, that's enough for now. Thanks for listening, friends. Uh, All the stuff that I mentioned in the outro is linked in the show notes on your device or on Facebook. Take a listen to Cherokee Trail and Going Up to Hamburg from the Ruglifters' upcoming album, and come back same time next week to get up in the cool.